Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to Reanimated. It's just, uh, you know, nothing to see here. Just our 399th episode. Jeez. And if you count all the lost ones, we're definitely over 400, but we don't count. We don't talk about the lost ones. Uh, Hey, that's H.A. Conrad over there. And I'm Stuart over here. And we together, Wonder Twins Power, are uh, are activated. (laughs) What? Zan just got to be ice cubes and water stuff, right? Or was it Jaina who? No, Jaina. Was Jaina ice? No, Zan was the water and she was like the animals, right? All I really know is that that's a phrase that you can say. I've never seen that show. What? You? Yes, you saw. You saw the Justice League cartoon. Um, Saturday mornings, I watched the G.I. Joe cartoon. And then I got to watch a lot of the Planet of the Apes movies. Let me just enlighten you that Zan and Jaina were part of the Justice League. And uh, yes, Zan became be water, but he would always be like a picture, a picture of water or like ice cubes or something, um, which didn't seem nearly as exciting as Jaina, who could become like a saber toothed tiger or something like that. Or oh, whatever. Would, would people <laughs> drink the, the boy? Well, no. I mean, usually it would be like, we're going to throw these ice cubes slippery underneath your feet so you lose your footing or something like that. Hmm. Um, Sometimes it'd be stuff like that. But they also had a monkey named Gleek, who was their sort of like uh, companion. And um, he he always is very like, I don't know, always getting into kind of like crazy things. Um, But it was just always kind of weird because she can turn to animals, but you know, and then Gleek's there. But any in any case, I'm just saying you should check it out. Because <laughs> apparently, they were an odd little, odd little duo. But I digress. Uh, so, what have we got to talk about today? Well, today we're going to be starting uh, a little bit of a review slash recap of Zombieverse, the um, reality show out of South Korea that came out last summer, and uh, we have a little bit of news to talk about before we get to that. So. First off, uh, let's let's just start where your heart is, H.A., and uh, you kick this one. Well, here we're talking about my fave, Pedro Pascal, um, and he, uh, Vanessa Kirby, uh, Eben Moss Bachrock, who you may have seen um, in The Bear, and Joseph Quinn are have been cast in uh, The Fantastic Four. And so they did a very like cute little sort of announcement where this was like a Valentine's Day announcement. And so um, I'm I'm pretty psyched about this this casting. Um, what do you what do you think about it? I think it's uh, a bold choice. He's like, I'm trying to think of all the Reed Richards is that I have known Ian Grufford or Ian, I don't know how you're supposed to say that name, but Horatio Hornblower, I think was my favorite, but I also don't really remember. Who else has been Reed Richards? Um, Well, so typically it's like, um, I don't want to say like, um, like, I don't want to say, it's usually like, I think Pedro Pascal is an interesting choice, but a very good choice. He's channeling that good daddy energy. (laughs) That he like <laughs> that good daddy energy or that good daddy energy. What, which sorry, which one are you going for? Both of those things. Which is like his whole thing is that he's just like he plays like the daddy all the time. Oh boy. Um, yeah, I know. Um, so I like he's like a different choice, but I kind of like him as the choice. Um, they usually pick kind of a I don't know, like more of like a clearer cut sciencey guy um so i don't know so so in any case he's a different 
he's a different choice, but I fully support this choice also because it's Pedro Pascal. And so, you know, and I never even saw the Miles Teller Reed Richards movie, which I think that just completely got past me. Michael B. Jordan and Miles Teller, who was the he was recently in the Maverick Top Gun Maverick. Miles Teller was in that. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I think he, he was a complete non-entity for me until looking at it, the poster again. But Ian Gruffitt did two movies as Reed Richards. Thought he was okay. I think Pedro will be amazing at it, uh, no doubt. So it'll be interesting to see how buff he has to get. Yeah, I'll probably have to get pretty buff. It's not usually play. a thing for his character. He's usually just like oh. gets he gets by on on costuming, and maybe yeah. they'll just give him a muscle suit. Maybe, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty psyched overall about the, the casting. Um, and I don't, did you watch the bear? I've seen all of first season and not, I haven't seen the second season. I thought the first season was obviously fantastic. It's just hard to watch. It is a hard show to watch and it's stressful. The second season they're they're similarly stressful in different ways, but also a lot of redemption. So you should check it out. Um, so, um, yeah, but anyway, um, so I'm psyched about the casting of even in this. Um, but uh, so anyway, we'll have to to see a little bit more um, about what's to come. So definitely excited about that. Yeah. Um, do you want to and and in um, sort of other? Do we want to talk about Marvel Zombies first or the other ones? And that's how we're talking about this. Uh, I guess on the Marvel on the Marvel front, there, there there's more teasing going on about the marvel zombies animated r-rated show that's going to be coming out on um it is still animated right i think so yeah yeah it is yeah yeah but that doesn't make it any less rough (laughs) no and honestly like this isn't like news because the first one was pretty rough too it starts with a hero like getting taken down pretty badly or and turned into a zombie um and maybe it was the hulk I forget, but it was bad. Whatever, whoever, however it went, it went badly. This one, it'll be interesting to see how they pick up continuity wise. Like at the end of the first one, it was like just, I want to say Hawkeye. Uh, wasn't he the only guy who survived or forget who was left? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was just him. Um, and so in this one, we've already discovered that we're going to be following Miss Marvel. Uh, and I'm curious who else is left or are they just starting fresh? Like, you know, a different multiverse. I feel like it may be a different one, but I could be wrong. It felt like that, but I I have been wrong in the past. So, Well, there's still a lot we don't know. They're just telling us it's going to be tough, so buckle up. But I'm like, I'm pretty sure we uh, we knew that was what was going to happen. Um, But anyway, it does look rough. But again, I don't think that this should be any surprise to anybody. So um we'll we'll kind of see how how this all plays out um and um let's see oh and last but not least uh there is just this little like kind of a review tidbit about um a nordic uh zombie film and that looks kind of good so yeah uh set in iceland uh it's just interesting to have this come out so close or we don't actually know from this hollywood reporter um, article when it's coming out. I don't see it in here, but it's uh, the news of this coming so close to handling the undead, which was from Sweden, um, as I recall. 
interesting interesting to have two films from like the nordic slash scandinavian area uh, being really then they both seem like quality films um, yeah i mean at least the um it looks the visuals in this look pretty cool um and uh this is uh i think written and directed by thurder palson and um and as he says he basically combined a bunch of things for this horror film and it's set in a, a fishing village um it looks pretty bleak it's got it's got a little bit of rosemary's baby mixed in a little bit of sort of like um like nordic like mythology legends thrown in there um and it really like i don't know did you see any of the the photos where it looked like this was a very cold film to to film yeah um, so um, it's a lot of like stuff with the with this fishing village and like people sort of like sort of shipwrecked on rocks and things like that it looks it, like it makes me cold to even watch it um but um it's going to be like it looks kind of cool so i think we definitely have to take a take a look at this don't you think oh, for sure um i don't i'm still not seeing a date in the body of this article but the, it is tagged with uh berlin film festival 2024 so mm -hmm. if it's doing that circuit that means it's probably gonna be out here in um in this year so we can look forward to that and it's the movie is called the damned yep um yeah and not sure when it's coming out but we'll be looking for it the damned Yep. Uh, that and handling the undead. Very excited for both of these films. And that's yep. kind of the news for now. Uh, we're going to be talking about switching gears, talk about some reality TV, something that we tend not to do on reanimated, but there wasn't a really, uh, there really wasn't much to choose from in the reality TV zombie show sphere before uh, yeah. last year. So first of all, Conrad, talk me through why you wanted to talk about this. So I just was curious what it was going to be. And also I kept getting these ads for it. So I just wanted to to kind of see what it was about. And it like this shouldn't surprise us or maybe it should. I don't know. It basically was sort of like, oh, this is going to be like a reality TV kind of like game show thing. Um, but um, it feels like in some part, like, Parts of it are scripted, which a lot of reality TV is, um, but it's not really like it, it feels like it's a, sort of a combination of these things. I also just wanted to see how they they handled it. Um, that is just, the most interesting part to me, too, is watching watching what they're doing and the and the, the balance between scripted and comedy, because some of these people cannot help themselves. We'll talk. Right. We'll talk more about it. And then there's some there's some actual fear. There's some actual fight or flight going on. Um, you could like they're not pretending, you know, like. Right. Some... Well, I think if you put people into a situation where they're sort of being no matter what, whether you know that's sake or not, if you feel like people are chasing you or they're terrifying and they do look pretty terrifying. Um, I don't think you can help but react in that way. Um, so when uh, we'll talk about this, the other thing that I really was curious about and, and you know, this didn't disappoint was just seeing some of the locations where they were doing this. And this was done at a pretty big scale, or at least that's what it looks like. And it feels expensive. It feels very expensive. So, yeah. um, and there's a few things about this that I, I kind of like just from a like observational, like 
cultural point of view, just seeing some of the things that they were doing um, and the places they were going and the set pieces and things like that. Um, you know, do I, do I think that it's like great? Like I, I found things interesting about it that probably, you know, I'm not pulled into the concept of the show per se, but I was very like, I thought it was interesting how they were trying to pull this off and execute it. I yeah. guess is the point. I, I, I think I'm on the same page as you. Part of me as I was watching this was thinking like, why don't you just like do it more like the floor is lava and take all the actual right. there's a zombie apocalypse going on out of it and make it about a series of skill challenges with zombies as this like kind of theoretical threat. But they're they're making it way more like, no, these are zombies and you're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse and you guys are going to die. Uh, it, you know, like so it's it's fascinating to see just from the perspective of like where, how real they tried to make it as opposed to, um, have you seen floors lava? It's an amazing show. I haven't, but nope, you know. nobody thinks that that's really lava, but if you get into it, they like, you know, they edit it in such a way that you, you don't like swim around the, whoever falls in the lava has to like sink down and disappear. And then they edit them, <laughs> they edit their like departure out of the tank, out of the episode. Uh, but it's, so it's kind of fun to watch and I do recommend it. Flores Lava has got three seasons and it's a great show. Okay. Um, <laughs> however, zombie verse episode one. Yeah. And so it's sort of set up in this, like, you know, they, they set up sort of like a loosely it's, it's yes, it's a, it's sort of a reality TV show, but there's also like a Lucy based kind of script. So the whole premise is that this group of people is sort of set up with this dating game and then all love hell hunter, love hunter. Um, What's and what's then, interesting here is is this group of people, as you call them, they're all like Korean uh, celebrities. Yeah, I don't know at what at what scale. I think they're all like you like you, YouTuber plus. So they they might be they might have like millions of followers, or they and they I think some almost all of them have done TV shows, if not movies. Um, they are all known entities. Like one of them's a comedian, uh, and and so on. And you kind of get bits of that. There's a lot of context not making it across, though, um, if you're not familiar with that sort of landscape, I think. Right. But there's like a former baseball player. Um, What's is he? Have you looked him up? Yeah. Uh, is he, he really? He's he's really a former baseball player. Yeah. Um, what about Dex? Is Dex really a Navy SEAL? I don't know about Dex, um, okay. but I, I would say a lot of, of these people are probably like at least, you know, uh, sort at at the very least, sort of celebs. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but like that comes most into focus in the second episode when they're trying to talk their way into a back room. That's like just another group of celebrities, <laughs> and so they're every, like our our cast who we've been following take turns going to the door and saying, "It's me, Suki from Billy. You remember? You know me." And and they're all yelling each other's credentials through the, through the door. Yeah. I thought that was uh, that was pretty funny as much as it's like meta and not immerse immersion. -y, so much of the show breaks the immersion that it's fine. It's just it's like like I said, it's, it's that weird balance of like, are do I have suspension of disbelief? Do I need to? The zombie yeah. extras are so good that maybe you don't really need to work too hard because they're doing so much right. of that. And then the one thing that I do think we should point out, and this was also a piece of why I wanted to watch this, is that they used um, like the the people the people who did the art and design 
um, for Kingdom. Uh, yeah. Sorry, for All of Us Are Dead. And then um, the choreographers who did Kingdom, they basically, because they have this whole sort of thing built in, they used a lot of those people who already have experience with the genre um, to create some of these sets. And I, I will say the sets and the the zombies themselves are pretty convincing um, and kind of like the way they, they set up these little things. Um, yeah. You know, the first episode, just as they're running through the streets, the choreography of that is is really <laughs> great. And how, yeah. how, how it, it, is it, it is good. It is good. It is good. But then there that's one of those moments where I was I had an immersion breaking sort of experience because they're showing oh, yeah. panic and chaos in the streets. But there's also like clearly a cameraman right. uh, navigating this crowd and like staying with the with the cat, you know, cast in quotes and that cameraman must be really apparent to them. And so like, they haven't really explained any of um, what, how much they know. I right. think they, ha there's a subtitle and a lot of the subtitles are not translated, which is one of our right. shared pet peeves, yep. but there's, there's one subtitle that says they will no longer be told any information. Right. So that was weird. And then the other part is, is that, you know, even though mayhem and stuff is breaking out around them, like there's one specific part where it's like they're kind of running down the street and this this uh zombie get like kind of like rolls through this glass and yeah. then very slowly gets up and doesn't you know and they all manage to escape um and also i have to point out that one of the cast members has quote unquote a broken leg and it seems to sort of oscillate how well she can oh yeah on it or not and that sort of comes out later too um, uh, yeah, it's, it was an ACL operation from two months before. So I don't know. I think that those can take a really long time to heal. But she is in a big uh, brace and she does seem to get around. OK, I mean, there's a scene in this in the first episode, though, where she kind of gets pushed into the van. And honestly, just the, the whole injury liability element of this show is probably yeah. a huge thing because you've got zombie extras getting hit, punched and kicked. You've got cast members falling on the floor in episode two and um, zombie extras getting their hands almost shut in car doors in episode one. And, and of course the stunts of rolling through what is clearly like sugar glass or whatever, but, or that breakaway sort of glass, but still, I, I would love to see the behind the scenes of this show. And just like, yeah. what is their safety situation and how are they even, like, yeah, what if did this Nare comedian lady with the leg brace sign a waiver that was like, ah, I'm fine. I could just get another ACL well, surgery, you know? I have to say one of the things that really struck me, and again, I find the sort of logistics of this production more interesting than the actual production. But, um, you know, even apparently just even around like everywhere they filmed, they actually didn't end up getting permits or locking down anything. So the ideas of like, the idea of people just sort of running around this this really busy like night district, which is where they sort of start out, mm -hmm. and them not having permits, they were like, "Well, it was kind of raining that night; it wasn't that busy, so there weren't that many extra people in the streets." But could you imagine? You're like, "Okay, what did I just walk into?" So wait, um, you've seen some behind the scenes. Where did you find it? It's not behind the scenes. This is just them talking about the production, and so it only filmed for six days total. Um, but they had to spread it out over weeks just because of the cast um, obligations, like because the contestants were all some had different, I guess, filming obligations elsewhere. 
Um, so they would they would have to like basically get them back into character every time they would shoot, which I thought was interesting. Um, and then in terms of the challenges, they basically rented out sort of specific places. So um, in the first episode, like that, um, the gas station, they rented that out and it wasn't like in the city proper. So a little bit more on the outskirts so they could get away with yeah. probably a lot more. I do like this gas station that it has in English. I am your energy or something on the top of it, which I really loved. Um, so they could do that. And then, um, they filmed a lot of it in like the dead of the night. So to avoid more like onlookers and things like that. So yeah, everything um, has happened in these two episodes in the night during the night. So it's just all night shoots for oh, everything. You know they're what? Doing. I just found a deadline article that kind of summarizes all this. So I will, we can add that in or you can take a look at it. But yeah, um, I thought that that was very cool. Um, and again, the fact that Korea has this like built in almost like zombie genre of like talent and, and, you know, productions and, you know, cast members, choreographers, artists, all that. And then they're all out there. They were like, okay, we're going to do this. You know, I thought that was kind of fun. Um, And I don't think you could certainly do this in many cities and have the access to that kind, that sort of depth of, of talent in this specific genre um, and be able to get away with a lot of this stuff. Um, like I think that this this is kind of unique to to Korea right now, which I thought was kind of fun. Oh, um, yeah, it's, it feels it feels that way for sure. Um, oh, and I was also going to say I wasn't as worried necessarily. Yeah, sure, I could see how the cast members could get carried away, but a lot of the extras, like their reactions, uh, the extras have to you know be the ones that are sort of chasing and and um, you know kind of putting the the cast members into this sort of fight or flight situation. Um, during the challenges and there were definitely some moments I don't know if you saw especially in the the first episode but generally I'm like oh no that had to have that had to hurt like when they're trying to like slam doors closed and that's things what like I, yeah that. that's what I was talking about they, they and, basically yeah. shut a door on a, on a guy uh, people are getting kicked and yeah the second episode, I think there was more of that because they just put grease on the floor or whatever happened, like yeah, the detergent. They were kind of like all just fall, and I was just like, "Woo, that has." Jonathan. Start. Jonathan had a bad fall Ooh. after he'd already like punched a zombie. And I was just like, "Wow, they're just really <laughs> swinging for the fences." Well, um, and it made me wonder if some of the extra, like the zombie cast, were wearing like padding. Maybe that was deli- I don't know, but it felt yeah. there were moments where I was like, "Ooh, that definitely was not. That yeah. was not a." fake punch or whatever so right yeah i think that's when you're just like no these guys are actually terrified everybody yeah. except for um what's the bearded guy's name chong hu yeah Something like that uh he's laughing the entire time like even when he, he even when he's out in the in the aisles of the supermarket his mouth is open in this giant smile even though he's scared and that might just be his like fear Maybe reflex i don't know but he and he's just constantly making jokes like and that's kind of good because the show isn't like like I keep coming back to this immersion thing. He is breaking the immersion. He is the Jimmy Fallon on that Saturday Night Live sketch. But it like it kind of works for what they're doing, too. And and when, you know, they have that sound guy in the van and he's trying to, like, do exposition or, like, explain rules to them or something. And they're just like, was, your rules are funny. stupid, man. And then it was just funny. Like, even the sound guy is laughing, right? Like it's That just... was the funniest thing where they were like, we really needed your research to show us that that <laughs> noise makes the noise. Like, like yeah. that was actually really funny. Like, oh, thank you for showing us how many decibels we need. We just, we're just going to throw the, the trash <laughs> cans. Thank you. <laughs> 
And uh, that whole sequence was pretty entertaining. Um, you know, like the way that the show is edited, they show everything that happens from like four different angles, uh, mm -hmm. which which must be tough for the actor's immersion too. It just means that there's cameras everywhere. In the van, you see in a couple shots that there are cameras like on, by every headrest of every seat. So there looks like they're not cameramen or people inside the van with them. But outside, there are, it seems like there's at least a few different cameras. And every every time anything happens, like Din Din is putting gas in the car and a zombie notices him, you get to see that zombie's reaction like five different ways. And yep. I was also a huge fan of the question mark exclamation point uh, icons. Did you like that? Yeah, I like that too. Like they did a lot of, you know, so it almost feels like a video game, which I think is totally. deliberate. You see different graphics and things like that happening um, in every challenge, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, I also like how they, especially in the first episode, when they inter introduce a really fast zombie as the actor just runs through the car wash, um, uh, Suki, or what is it? Yeah, Suki. 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 Um, she, was, she was fast. She was running all over that gas station. Yeah, she was running all over the place and this fast on me. But I also liked how they gave him sort of a, um, you know, he he's fast, but also has like they, they would have little comments like yeah. steering is off or something like that. And right. so he does, you know, it, it allows, you know, the actor to get away. But he could also, you know, he's a, he's a challenge, but he also has his own set of challenges, which I thought was great. Um so I thought, you know, I also really liked uh, So the whole challenge in the first episode. The group basically gets into this van. They end up at a gas station and they have to fill the tank, basically. And because of the sort of voice uh, prompts on the gas, the gas uh, pump, um, it attracts the zombies, which I thought was really fantastic. And the guy is like, you know, it asked me if I wanted points. And I said, no. And then it kept like, going in. Someone's like stupid points. They had a <laughs> like, really hard time with the gas pump. But yeah, the stupid right? points was a funny joke, too. Uh, and that the woman talking like the woman who is eliciting most laughs, not surprisingly, is the comedian Nare, the one with the leg brace. And yep. she is funny. Like her delivery is fantastic. Uh, a lot of the time. Question for you. Did you watch this in Korean or English? Um, I watched it in Korean. Yeah, I I'd switched to English so that I but wouldn't miss I felt, anything. But, but I agree with, like, I don't think they were translating a lot of this stuff. So it was like, I probably yeah. should watch it in English with the dub, which I, you know, I hate doing. But, you know. And, and honestly, the English dub leaves the Korean original um, dialogue really low underneath it, which I haven't seen that very often. Like, you can you can still tell that they're not they're they're not like, you know, it's not like a, a perfect dub which I liked hmm. uh, for whatever reason. But yeah, so inside the van, you've got this cast of Hong Chul, who was like the, the bearded guy wearing the, the flight cap with goggles, kind mm -hmm. of kind of a clown, but also like their elder. And so people kind of defer to him. And then he's also just joking around a lot about wanting chocolate and he's constantly laughing. And then you got Nare, the comedian with the leg brace, Suki, who is like a 22 year old, Japanese immigrant to Korea who is now uh, Korea, Korea famous. Um, si Young, I think, is the woman who's like a mom and she's very, yeah. she's all business. She's also an actress. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they all kind of are on some level. Uh, yep. And then I feel like I'm forgetting. Am I forgetting anybody or is that, is it just the four of them? No, oh, Din Din. There. there's Din Din, oh. the, the young okay. man. I don't know if he's a baseball player. I thought oh, no, he was like an actor. He's a rapper. He's a rapper. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, 
like and they're you know they're they're talking they're, they have a couple of other people in the van with them too who are crew i guess they're, in theory they're crew from love hunter mm-hmm. um and one of them is the sound guy who they make that whole joke about uh and they have this interesting sort of dynamic in the van where they're each of like some of them are volunteering to go out and do the missions some of them are volunteering other people and then yep. even Nare with her leg brace goes out and and does stuff and runs around and they like they're setting off these uh sound lures i guess for the zombies and then trying to ju- uh gas up the car and get the keys off the dead driver and getting up to other sort of shenanigans and overall it's super entertaining it is. And I also really love just sort of seeing I, I know this is like, you know, you see them, you know, rain through these like kind of cool areas. Um, you see them driving through the different pieces, just like the different set pieces. You know how I love a good grocery store. So in episode two, um, the fact that they even made that part of the challenge made me really happy. Um, yeah, you know. it's like it's like a Guy Fieri's uh, supermarket challenge with right. zombies. Or like, you know, <laughs> 28 days later, kind of you know, game show style, I suppose. Um, yeah. Just even seeing how the, the market was set up and um, how they kind of negotiated all this stuff or navigated all this stuff was kind of fun. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoyed that part of it. Um, and look, you know, this is unscripted in that they're all kind of freestyling and, and you know, building off of each other's reactions and um, putting in the very, like, the very realistic looking zombies and, and sort mm-hmm. of surprise with those things i don't know i thought it was kind of fun um i just the idea of this production really fascinated me so thank you for humoring me and watching it <laughs> oh, it's it's fascinating to watch and i think i enjoyed but i want to watch more of this like this is a show yeah. that i i found entertaining enough that they found people uh who are interesting and have like you know amusing approaches if if not if not like deadly serious there's only one or two serious people on the show and they're laughing a lot of the time too because yeah, it's, it's just, just absurd. It fun. Yeah. It makes it kind of fun. Um and so yeah, so that's that's kind of like um and I and I think it's very clear that they're having fun with it too. So I think that that's, you know, another piece of it. And honestly, the more I hear um about this and like the kind of tasks and things that they're supposed to complete in order to get different supplies and to sort of make it to the next level. Um you know, and they even have like the rules where somebody is bitten, they have to get left behind or, you know, that that sort of that's kind of fun. And I do like how they introduce different aspects to this um, without, um, you know, it, it there is there is a good to me, there's like a good energy about this whole production. Um, so I really uh, I really enjoy, I've been enjoying it. So I'd probably watch the rest of this. Definitely. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, for sure. The the there's there's a lot of stuff going on that I wish I understood more. There are jokes jokes about Quachu in the second episode where I think it refers to a groin on a man, maybe, but we're not sure. Um, it's just it seems like there's a lot of there's a lot more joking going on that I'm picking up. Um, and they don't. Oh yeah, I think there's definitely stuff that we're missing in the translation and the in the subtitles, absolutely, and references to things that we just don't or not in our sort of general zeitgeist. So yeah, um, but still, it's really it's really kind of fun. I have to say, the editing and the effects and the and definitely the makeup is is really well done. Um, yeah. So, although I'll admit to you, it makes me really want to see more Kingdom. Just saying, right. Um, 
I mean, Dex Dex almost looks like I, I had to double take that he wasn't Guinam when he shows up because he's got the same mullet and he's wearing a green tracksuit totally. top. And I was like, oh, is, did they get? No, that's not the same actor. But, they, oh, it, but it, I it, definitely it, feel like they're they're doing a little bit of a uh, they're doing, doing an homage or I felt like it, they might it be. felt like an homage a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know what's going on in the next episode. They're still they're still in the grocery store when we end here. They've killed off most of the non-cast member extras, but they have one or two still left in the room. And uh, they've so far managed to just get water and bags and <laughs> not much else. All right. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we're probably going to continue watching this, but we're going to make a, a game time decision about whether we, we will continue to review it for this audience. Um, just seeing what's going to happen in the next couple of episodes to make sure there's enough to chat about. Um, but we may also talk about the last voyage of the Demeter or walking dead, which is going to be uh, starting up, I think next weekend. Um, lots to talk about. So pretty exciting. Um, but thank you so much for listening. If you have seen this and have thoughts about it, we'd love to hear your thoughts. So send us an email reanimated podcast at gmail.com and then Stuart's going to share the other tech specs because I'm terrible at doing it yeah everybody could find all of our episodes online at reanimated.podbean.com and uh, yeah let us know what you thought of Zombieverse uh, I think they do some like bumper cars coming up it's it's a weird show but it is still entertaining and so um, I definitely am going to keep watching it and thank you HA for prompting us to talk about it on reanimated podcast today all right. Um, so in the meantime, thanks again for listening and ciao. All righty. Tschüss.